0: Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friend. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I certainly know that I have had a great day so far. It is Sunday morning when I am recording this and I slept in and I watched some HDTV this morning (laughs) and my husband and our dog, Banner, and I went for a walk in a local park that is just one of our favorites and it has just been a really nice and wonderful day. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into today's episode. So, if you listened to my latest episode, the one from last week you know that I have been going through it (laughs) health-wise lately, which has honestly created so much unknown and so much uncertainty in my life, which I don't know a single person who loves unknown and uncertainty, but it has just been a really difficult thing for me to navigate lately. (laughs) Um, Because I think, I don't think this is just true for me, I think this is true for a lot of people. When you are in a season of unknown, it can be... (sighs) like so many things (laughs) it can be frustrating like really really frustrating right because you literally have no way of knowing what's going to happen next right and for me in particular and maybe for you too you know when your your health is up in the air that can cause immense levels of anxiety as well (laughs) you know and yes I had a great morning this morning um But I'm also still immensely worried about my health, right? Like two things can be true at the same time. So um, I kind of just want to take like one quick second to sort of fill you in on um, a kind of health update and then I want to talk about how I've been navigating this unknown and uncertainty. So just real fast, um, I had, I I think I mentioned this last week and if I didn't, I'm sorry, Um, but, uh, anyway, I had to get an ultrasound on my gallbladder last Thursday. What day was it? The 22nd of February. And, um, I had to take a whole day off of work, (laughs) go get this done, you know, all the things. And I got the results the next day, which thank goodness, because that waiting is hard. (laughs) Um, and the entire abdominal scan came back normal, right? Um, which is awesome. And at the same time, not so awesome because I still don't know what's wrong, right? I still don't know what's wrong. I don't know what has been causing me off and on, you know, upper upper um, abdominal pain for the last two years. Like, I I don't know what's wrong, right? So it's this weird space to be in where I'm ecstatic and, like, overjoyed that there's nothing wrong, um, that the ultrasound revealed nothing wrong, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, like... You know, having the gallbladder be the concrete, like an easy problem would be just such an easy fix, right? They either give me medicine or they would, you know, take it out, like whatever, right? Like that would be such a bing, bang, boom, easy, done deal, right? Um, but then because nothing was wrong on the ultrasound, I am back to the drawing board, right? Which brings on a whole new wave of, of anxiety and unknown because anything could happen, right? And that for me is terrifying, right? Especially for a person already with anxiety. <laughs> it just compounds the anxiety because my imagination is just, you know, it's, it's, it's running wild <laughs> with everything that could be wrong, right? So it's just, you know, that's that's where I'm at, right? Just, you know, that that sense of unknown and uncertainty as to what is going to happen next is just a lot to navigate. So I want to then share with you what's been helping me lately. And of course, as always, I want you to take this with a grain of salt because what works for me might not work for you and, you know, everybody's different, right? But as long as I'm in this, you know, in the thick of a season of unknown and uncertainty and, you know, just like frustration and just like really wanting answers and being anxious about everything and, you know, all of that, like, I just want to share raw and real in real time what like how I'm navigating this and I I don't want you to think that I'm perfect at this because I'm so not perfect at this <laughs> but if you know if these things that are helping me could also help you in case you're also in a season of unknown and just feeling immense anxiety or just like dealing with a lot of uncertainty like that's important right so because you know at the end of the day we are in this together right so here we go Here. Uh, is what has been happen- er, happening, or happening. Here's what's been helping me <laughs> lately um, navigate this season of unknown and uncertainty. So here we go. Number one is to inform myself. So because I've had these weird attacks of pain, right, over the last two years in my upper abdomen, I have been scouring the internet <laughs> for reliable, and I, I, I want to hint you know, not hint, I want to emphasize reliable, right? I've been scouring the internet for these reliable sources and just information and peer-reviewed articles and just different things, right, that could help to explain <laughs> what I've been going through, right? Because for one, I like to be prepared, right? I do. I like to be prepared. I like to sort of, I just like to know, right? Um, and for two, It also just feels really comforting to me, kind of like aloe on a sunburn, (laughs) for me to just be informed when I'm talking to doctors about my body, about my experiences, and about my symptoms, right? Like, yes, I fully know that I am a doctor, but I'm not that kind of doctor, right? (laughs) Um, And that the doctors and the nurses and, you know, the nurse practitioners, everybody I've talked to knows more than me, and I'm totally okay with that. Like, that that is a fact, right? They know more than me. Um... And I know that Google can also be a trap, right? And I know that it's not always accurate, but at the same time, I was just talking to someone about this the other day, you know, yes, these people know more than me because they have the certifications and the training and the experience, right? But at the same time, I am also an expert in my own body, right? I am the the the, the forever expert on my own body and what I'm experiencing, Right. And so by doing a little bit of research here as to what's been going on with me, right, I could maybe bring up something that I found, right, that number one shows I'm invested in my health and I'm really taking this seriously because I am, but I, you know, also maybe, just maybe might bring something up that the doctor or, you know, any of these medical professionals who are very qualified maybe haven't considered, right? And that could lead us down a different path toward getting a diagnosis, toward figuring what the frickin' frack is going on with me, right? And not only that, but informing yourself on all the possible things that it could be can lead to a better, more informed conversation, in my opinion, right? So if the doctor says like, oh, hey, it could be gallstones or whatever, right? And then I've already done a lot of research on it. I can then ask better, more detailed and informed questions about it to just be like, OK, I know you just said it could be gallstones, right? Because you're you're qualified. You know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. But I don't actually have pain. I've never had pain throughout all of these episodes I've had. I've never had pain on my right side. So could it still be gallstones or a problem with my gallbladder if it's in the center of my I, my abdomen, right? Et cetera, et cetera, whatever, right? My my point here is that when you're waiting for answers, sometimes it can be really helpful to do your own research, right? Because doctors are humans too. They make mistakes just like you and me, right? They get tired. They overlook stuff, right? And so by being informed and taking initiative, it just, it gives me this like sense of control and it just feels good, and I do think that it can help. I just really love the idea that I am in this with the doctors, right? Like I'm not just like waiting, <laughs> trying, you know, waiting for them to to do their thing. Like I'm kind of researching. I'm trying to educate myself, right? There's something very empowering in that, right? So that's number one, to inform yourself. Um, and I do realize too that this um, – way that I'm una- or that I'm navigating excuse me <laughs> that I'm navigating unknown and uncertainty that is very tailored toward health stuff, but you never know. You never know um, who that could help and that's why I want to be honest and just sort of share that. So yeah, anyway, that's number one, inform yourself. number two is to inject logic into scary thoughts because let's be real. <laughs> unfortunately, one of the things that could happen and, you know, probably is going to happen when you do try to do your own research to be, you know, informed, right, is accidentally going down a rabbit hole of very scary things and just unspeakable horrors, which could convince you, you know, uh of just the worst case scenarios, right? And I'm not going to lie to you, my friend. This totally did happen for me (laughs) and I'm not proud of it, but I'm also trying to not judge myself for it because I'm also a human being with an incredible imagination. It's one of my gifts in life and my imagination can really run away with me, uh or run away from me, whatever, and just kind of head straight to that worst case scenario, right? (laughs) Um, And I think specifically when you're facing unknowns with your health, that it's natural to spiral all the way down to the very rock bottom (laughs) of the worst scenario or the worst situation, right? Which is why I do believe, no matter what the situation is, health, job, whatever, that's why it's also our responsibility to interject or to, to intervene, you know, our our thoughts, right? To intervene with our thoughts um, and inject them with logic, right? So just because, for example, I, you know, one of the things I have been experiencing in addition to that like episodic pain um, in my upper abdomen, uh, in addition to that, I've also been experiencing fatigue, right? Um, And fatigue, oh, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) The internet has a plethora of diagnoses for uh, what fatigue could be and that is absolutely terrifying, right? So for about half a day, I was very convinced I had a rare chronic um, condition. We'll just say that. Um, I was very convinced I had a rare chronic condition. And, you know, and and so after that half a day that I was convinced of that, I was, like, talking to some friends. I was also talking to my husband and just, like, other people. And they were like, let's let's inject some logic into this. Like, pull yourself back from the brink. Inject some logic into that because – This is probably not the case, right? And so it's like, okay, just because I feel fatigued doesn't mean it's this, right? So my point here is that when the scary thoughts do take over, (laughs) you know, or if we have done too much research and we're just like hanging out in the worst case scenario land, right? It's so important to pull ourselves back from the brink. Like I've already said, it's so important to ground ourselves in that sense of logic, right? Just because I experience X doesn't mean it's Y, right? Um... And it's so important to just like, you know, to, to to do that because our awesome imaginations, as wonderful as they are, there's also a dark side to our imaginations, right? Where they're gonna fill in the gaps <laughs> of what we don't know with the worst possible case scenario. So, you know, as important as it is to inform yourself, especially if you've got something health wise going on, it's also important to inject logic, intervene, you know, and be like, okay. <laughs> You know, it's, it might not be this worst case scenario, right? Just so you don't torture yourself even further. So that has been immensely helpful. Okay, moving on to number three, focusing on what I can control. And I truly, truly believe that this is the most important thing that anyone can do when they are in a season of unknown and uncertainty because oh, so much feels like it's out of your control right? So much feels like it's out of your control. You just feel like you're like spinning out and you're like, oh my god, I can't control anything, right? So shifting our focus away from what we can't control onto what we can control can bring so much comfort and honestly even sort of a distraction from this immense overwhelming feeling of not knowing, right? And so um, right now currently I am waiting for one final blood test to come in And I feel pretty optimistic about it. Um, And as I know more, I'll share more with you. But I I am waiting for one final blood test to come in. Um, And then I'm also waiting, actually also uh, waiting for permission from my insurance to run additional tests on my gallbladder. Because fun fact, just because nothing was wrong with my gallbladder on the ultrasound, it doesn't mean that there's not something wrong with it. Um, That it's not like functioning properly or whatever, right? So I'm waiting on one final blood test that could be absolutely revolutionary and then I'm waiting for permission from insurance and there's nothing I can do right now, right? There's nothing I can do to speed up the test results or to speed up the insurance process. Like there's like nothing I can do about it from that standpoint, right? Which can feel overwhelming and just like very anxiety inducing, right? But there's also other things I can do even though I have to wait, right? Right. I can fuel my body in ways that make it feel the best that it can feel, right? And right now that means eating absolutely zero red meat (laughs) um, and no dairy, right? Um, And I feel really, really good. I feel the best that I've felt in a really long time. Um, And I can control that, right? Right? I can also control what I do with my spare time, right? I can go out into nature and I can go, uh, I can go hiking with my husband and our dog, right? I can tell myself really empowering affirmations like "This too shall pass," or "I can do hard things," right? Um, I can also, you know, go have fun after school. Um, on a Friday night with my friends and co-workers at a winery and have a glass of wine, right? I can sit on the couch um, and watch a fun movie with my husband. I can look at my phone. I can look at old videos from Christmas and just old videos from, you know, 2017 that I've recorded with my mom where we just laugh and laugh and laugh and I can rewatch those and, you know, laugh my butt off again <laughs> and bring myself some joy, right? I can also go to my online book club and connect with my friends that I just, oh my gosh, I just dearly love these women, right? Like, yes, there is so much I cannot control right now, right? But there's also a lot I can control. And by focusing what on, on what I can control, it does lessen the anxiety that I feel at not knowing, right? When I was hanging out at the winery, having one glass of wine, um, with my friends and coworkers, I just, I didn't even, you know, think about any of this stuff at all, right? We talked about dogs, we talked about, you know, uh, geography, we talked about just, you know, tons of different things and it was so much fun, right? So, you know, focusing on what we can control and just getting our mind off of the big, you know, fat throbbing unknown can really, really help and it really makes a difference, Right. And, you know, I don't want to say that this is perfect, right? Like, is the anxiety and not knowing what's wrong with me still there? Of course it is, right? It's it's, going to be there. Like, I want to be okay. I want to have answers. And at the same time, though, wishing for answers now isn't going to bring them any faster, right? So it's just, it's truly... A waste of time and effort and energy, right? I'm just going to suffer more. So shifting away from what I don't know and what I can't control to what I can does bring me peace and honestly joy and a sense of normalcy, which is cool, right? And now moving on to number four. We are just a rocking and a rolling here. (laughs) Uh, Number four is to ask the universe for signs and I know that might seem a little cray cray, right? Um, but asking the universe for signs brings me peace, right? And so, you know, that the ever ever since this whole thing has started, ever since I got the first blood draw and you know have have gone through this whole thing, I did ask the universe for a sign. Um, and I was like, "Okay, universe, <laughs> I need to know that, that that I'm gonna be okay. That no matter what, like, I just I need a sign from you to to remind me that I'm gonna be okay, right?" And I said that I wanted the sign to be in the form of a dolphin, which is my favorite uh, my favorite animal of all time, right? Um, And since asking the universe for a sign I have seen many dolphins in many forms. My husband and I were watching HGTV. I think this was the first dolphin I actually saw after I asked for the sign. My husband and I were watching HGTV. It was a form of HGTV that I had never seen before. It was like one of the specific shows or whatever that I had never seen before. Um, ever. Didn't even know it existed. And one of the first images I saw when I turned on the TV was this couple in the ocean swimming with dolphins. And I was like, oh my God, that is so eerie, right? Um, And I just truly believe it's the universe telling me it's going to be okay, right? Like it doesn't feel okay right now, but it's going to be okay. No matter what happens, even if something is bad, it's it's going to be okay. Somehow it's going to be okay, right? I've also seen dolphins on TikTok, right? And I never even, I did not type in dolphins. I have never typed into in, in dolphins um, on TikTok or social media or anything like that. And, you know, I saw a TikTok from this one um, 90s, like, creator lady or whatever. And she was doing a skit where she had a t-shirt with dolphins on, right? Um, I just, you know, it's, it's just interesting, right? So I asked the universe for a sign uh, in the form of dolphins. And the universe has delivered and I know it's not science (laughs) right I know it's not science but it brings me peace it brings me comfort and that is enough that's important right no matter what happens it will be okay I will be able to handle what is coming and it's going to be just fine right and again I'm just going to keep repeating myself it just it just brings me peace it just brings me peace and it's kind of like a little wink from the universe like hey it's going to be okay Right? And that lessens the anxiety that I do feel. So I'm here for it. (laughs) So, my friend, that is what I've got for you today. I know that was a lot. So, we're going to quick recap. So, number one, inform yourself. So, do your own research, um, and that can help you to become a better advocate for yourself, especially in a health situation. Number two, inject logic into scary thoughts because, as humans, let's be real, our brains like to jump to the worst case scenarios, <laughs> so we've got to pull ourselves back from the brink with some logic. So just because I think X, Y, Z doesn't mean that's actually automatically true, right? Number three, control what you can. This is the most important thing I think that we can do because there's just so much out of our control, even when we're not in a situation of unknown and uncertainty, there's so much we can't control, right? So we got to shift our focus away from what we can't control onto what we can control, which can definitely lessen our anxiety and just be a great distraction. And then last but not least, ask for signs. Again, I know it's a little bit woo-woo, a little bit out there, <laughs> but it truly can bring some peace by like uh, like I said again, you know, by asking for signs, it's like a wink or a hug from the universe letting us know it's going to be okay. Letting us know that we can handle whatever's coming. So that is it, my friend. At the end of the day, I just want to say you know, if you are also in a season of navigating unknown and uncertainty, I am so sorry. It freaking sucks. Like it really sucks, especially, you know, if and when you are waiting for answers or results, whether that's related to your health or not, right? It just sucks. And at the same time, I also truly believe because multiple things can be true at once, right, that we also can't stay in this place of focusing on like this sucks, right? It does suck, but we can choose not to focus on that. Um because we can also still live our lives, right? Yes, it sucks and we can still live our lives. We can be grateful for the good days. We can be we can we can find things that bring us joy, right? Even though there's uncertainty and unknown. Both can exist at the same time. And I truly also believe that the more we try to guess, the more we try to speculate, and the more we wish for answers right here and now, the more that we're going to torture ourselves and the more that we're going to increase our anxiety, right? So if you are also in a season of unknown and uncertainty, just trust the process, right? Trust the process. You don't have the answers or the results or whatever it is that you're waiting for yet, but you will, right? You will. So in the meantime, just live your life and try to enjoy it and spend time doing what you love with who you love, right? Because that's where the magic is. That is the spice of life. That is just the best part of life. Getting to spend it, doing things that you love with the people that you love. So that said, my friend... Thank you so much for listening. I will continue to keep you informed on what's going on with me. (laughs) Thank you so much again for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either... Share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.